Alright, it's time for the week. DTTD Radio. This is episode 738 for March 20th, 2023. And I ain't fucking with PC Audio no more, because fuck y'all. We got a full house. We got Anthony. I am technically here, yes. We got Drew. Hello. We got Terrence. What up, y'all? We got the Wombat, too. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, Dr. Nick. <laughs> oh, shit, I ain't watched The Simpsons in a decade. What are we even talking about? Man, me either. God. I think everybody stopped alive. watching The Simpsons at the exact same time, which was probably around 2001, 2002. Yeah, but it just keeps going. You know? yep. Wow, yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I heard, I heard they're bringing back a character from season one. Uh... Uh, next week, or uh, not? Maybe not next week, but this year. Dude, I couldn't tell you, like a character that wasn't in another season. I don't fucking know. Really? Is that character humor? Uh, oh, yes. oh. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> yeah, no. It's uh, uh. I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler. It was blasted all over social media. It's the uh, Marge's bowling instructor from season one. Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, I, I don't even know what you're talking it's about. Not, she, I don't even remember that. That oh, she almost has an affair with. Yep, but no clue. Whoa, I fucking no! Just I do can't remember that. They're trying to. Wow. Oh, why, 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 why? They're gonna flanderize the shit out of that character because that's all they can do now. I mean, literally, the term comes from The Simpsons for a reason. He's a he's a flander, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good joke there, Ken. But it's just. Disappointing when we're talking about The Simpsons. That's true. They're talking about The Simpsons and the word joke in the same sentence, you know. It's hard out there. Anyway, this is a show about video games, not about a 40-year-old TV show. This is a 40-year-old podcast. It's not 40 yet. It's damn close. close. damn close. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, let's talk about video games. We'll kick it off with Drew. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, nothing. Um, well, let's see here. I played a lot of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Like um, a dragon. Hey, we, <laughs> I think we both finally hit that uh, that difficulty spike that everybody was talking about. Oh, that's a fun time. Um, I was able to get through it. Um, that's a really cool fight. That uh, that's the the difficulty spike. Um, some uh, well known uh, Yakuza characters show back up. Um, yeah, I'm still enjoying that game, uh, even though that that I did have to do some level grinding. Um, so I I was curious. I I felt like I, I wouldn't say I felt like I was doing I was playing the game wrong. I think I got a good grasp on the concepts of it. Um. But I had to work, uh, not a normal shift, and there's nothing to do. So I looked up a speed run of Like a Dragon. I've been playing this game for over a month. This person beat this game in four hours. Um, I mean, they may have beat it in four hours, but that was after you know 600 hours of practicing. Yes, this is true. And they did no glitches. Uh, and, and doing no glitches in a turn-based role-playing game where, you know, you're going to have enemies that are way higher level than you and they're still beating the game. So I actually learned a few things. Um, While level grinding is 
is important. It's not as important as the gear you are wearing. If you can get better gear, and there is no level requirement for any gear in the game, you can get probably in-game gear at like level 10. That's like Dragon Quest. It, well, considering Ichiban Kasuga is a massive Dragon Quest fan, I guess it makes sense. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, he, he can, you can basically build some of the best gear in the game just by doing some side quests. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this will make my life a lot easier. So that is what I have been doing, uh, rather than continuing the story because we weren't able to record last week because Matt was still stuck at the, at the fight itself. So, uh, I took that time to power up my characters some with some better gear. Power up. Uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty uh I'm pretty deep into that game. I like it a lot. Um there's so many things to do in that game. There is three games inside that one game. And uh it's fantastic. Um I'm I'm liking where the story's going. Uh can't wait to see the ending, which we're we're getting close. We're getting real close. Um but yeah, um and and for anybody listening, I did not spoil the game for me. I stopped at that fight just to see how 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 the hell did you beat uh, level fifty two level fifty bosses at probably level thirty four? And he did it. And I'm like, okay, I I need to do what he did. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I did play two review games. I know I need to write those reviews. Um, the the first one being uh, not Mayo, but Mato Anomalies. No, it's Mayo. It's all about the Mayo. Ma- Mayo Anomalies. Um, this is this is a turn based role playing game where you go through dungeons. It's also a visual novel where it's you playing like a detective story. And it's also a card game. Oh, and god damn it. <laughs> and they're not all done at the exact same time. So you will go into dungeons, walk around a la like Persona, get into uh fights and then take turns battling. I but feel then... like I feel like we're in the renaissance of game developers who grew up playing Magic the Goddamn Gathering because everything has to have a fucking card mechanic. So that's completely separate. So the the card game comes into play. So there's two, basically two main characters. Uh, the one's the detective. He does not fight. Um, then he, he partners up with another guy who does all the fighting, who goes into. So it's, it's like a neo noir kind of world where there's like a digital world. There's also a, a normal world. Um, and, uh, in the digital worlds where you're going to do the dungeons and you're fighting guys and stuff like that. Um, in the real world, the detective will have to get information from people. And that's where the card game comes into play because you're basically having to hack into their minds to get that information out of them. Uh, and so you will get a deck of cards and you will try to break their, break down their mental barriers using the cards and stuff like that. Um, and then in between all that, say visual novel talking about basically a whole big, like, corporate espionage and you know people you know doing things in the stock market and stuff like that it's it's very it's very robust the the thing about it is is that this is obviously a budget title uh because it's just 
while I don't think the game looks bad, it looks simplistic, but there there's certain things that just make it come off like it wasn't it was either a small team that did it or it wasn't fully polished. Because there's there's times where like at the end of a cutscene, usually in a game that's that's higher quality, when you finish a cutscene, it kind of fades to black and then it fades back up and and you can then move around the world. This one is just an instant cut and you're back out like controlling your character. It feels almost like a it feels almost like a, like a one of those like Eurojank games where like everything's just cut instantly and you're just taking back like there, there's no transitions. It feels like. It's just uh, everything's just like you're done with this scene. Now it's back to moving around and it's kind of jarring. Um, it just feels like it, it's missing that polish is is the best way I can describe it. Um, the writing's pretty good. Uh, the the turn-based combat is actually pretty interesting because it's all based on cooldowns. So everything, every you, you can use any ability you want to. There's no magic points or anything like that. Everything's based on cooldown. Um, and then all of your party members share a health gauge. So you don't have to manage multiple party members. You can have like four people in a party, but they all have the same health gauge. Um, so it's like the party's health rather than the the individual person. Um, so it's it's simplistic in that nature too. Um, I don't know. It, I, I, I say it's interesting, but it just lacks that polish. Is the best way I can describe it. Um, I don't think it's a bad game. I think if people like turn-based RPGs, they're probably going to like this game. If they like, you know, the the visual novel, uh, and and there's not much as far as like um, dialogue trees or anything like that. It's basically like you're you're playing a linear story, and you're just you you're going from point A to point B and learning about this story. So there, there's no like paths or anything like that that you can take. At least as far as I've gotten the game, there were none. Um, yeah, I I I got to write my review of that. I, I'm kind of iffy on on how I feel about it because it, I feel like it's not bad, but it it's lacking that polish that would make it good. Um, and then the other game I'm playing is a an older game. Um. So on Xbox, it's called Blades of Darkness. Um, the full title is Severance: Colon Blades of Darkness, which is a game that came out in 2001, I believe. It was a PC game. All the glory uh, third-person PC action games from the early aughts. So I've put probably an hour and a half into this game, and um have not beat the first level. I've made it to what I think is the boss of the first level and there is no saving. So every time I have died, I had to start from the opening cutscene again. Oh, awesome. Oh, that man. sounds really great. And I'm probably going to try that one more time. And if I don't, I'm going to stop and write my review. <laughs> it is a, I action. don't, understand how this game like normally we have discussions about like oh you know um this game's getting a, a reboot why is that but it's like ty the tasmanian tiger for example did have a fan base have you ever heard of the original game i didn't I've even know it was an old pc game until you told me so 
there is a reason I have heard of this game, and there is only one reason why I've heard of this game, is because I follow a person on YouTube named Iron Pineapple. And Iron Pineapple plays, he loves the Soul series. He loves the hard games, the Souls-like games. And he goes onto Steam and plays random games that, that, that people have described as Souls-like. Most of them are garbage. And two years ago, he made a video. Uh, he calls them Steam Dumpster Diving is what it's called. <laughs> and um, two years ago, he featured this game in one of his compilations. This is the only reason why I've ever heard of this game. He kind of liked it. He said it was janky, and it most certainly is janky, uh, but it is definitely one of those stamina meter. You know, every time you attack, you're dropping your stamina. You have to circle around guys. You can lock on to enemies, that kind of thing. And it is one of those, you know, difficult games. Um, you could tell it was kind of like a. It was kind of like the the working open blueprints that possibly from software looked at and was like, "Hey, we could probably make a game out of this." Um, well, I have no this, idea. Isn't this after Kingsfield? This is after. And stuff? This is after their stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like that. That Kingsfield is what ninety six. I think the first Kingsfield. Yeah, yeah PlayStation Kings... One. Yeah, ninety four. Ninety four. Kings, but the thing is, King, Kingsfield is pretty far removed from a Dark Souls game. Oh, I don't know about Not that. Not as much as I played it recently, and it's it's pretty. It's it's basically the same thing in first person. Person, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I could uh, let me put it to you this way, Drew. I don't think as much as they've been like clearly inspired by certain aspects, uh, like. From software, did Kingsfield and Armored Core at the same time? I can't imagine someone not having the idea of, like, what if you had Armored Core sort of, you know, third person, but did Kingsfield? I mean, I'm sure. I don't even know who who, who even developed this game. So, the, I looked that up. Uh, Rebel Act Studios, which was created in 1996 by Spanish game distribution company Friendware. It consisted I, I of over you could have 18. Made all that up, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Doubt Yo, it. hold on. There's more. <laughs> uh, the development team consisted over 18 people. Um, Xavier Carrillo was the project manager. I guess I don't know. They did one game. They they were opened in '96, and one year after the release of Blade, their only game, Rebel Axe Studio, closed. The company fingers the piracy as the main cause. Sure. So so it. what you're telling me is that this company made one game and then shut down and we're getting a remake of that. Yes, and I don't fully understand why to this day. Because at I least with either. stuff like like um Rune Rune has had a cult following that like even I who am not as part of the group of the Rune fans like knew that there was people that liked Rune and then they got a sequel that is a little marred in controversy, but like yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. How uh, how do we have this if we don't have like cult shit? Like it doesn't make it I, I understand it, license and stuff, but god damn And look, maybe there is maybe there is a cult following for this game, but not not to the point where you you if you're not part of it you 
hear about it. You know what I mean? Like, I've never heard of this game before. You mentioned it. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. Typed it into Google. And then the old game came up. And I was like, hold on a second. Click the Wikipedia page. And it's like, no, this is the game that's coming out. You know that's what, you know what game it reminded me of? Because I, I did play a little bit of it because they sent me one. Enclave? Of the, no, not Enclave. Die by the Sword. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never played Big Box PC Die by the Sword, this game like feels almost control-wise identical to that old-ass game. Yeah, it's like a weird like combination of like old school like um Tomb Raider. What if you put a first person shooter into third person? Is like mm-hmm. the best way I describe the controls of those games because your character moves like a like a stiff goddamn block. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's it's old school. <laughs> I mean, I made it to the first boss and he killed me. I fell through the ground in the tutorial. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's I mean, my favorite. I, I don't know why they released this, but that's just me. It's just such a weird thing. Like, you know, and I know nobody else in the world cares, but we have not had a remaster of, like, Eternal Champions, but we get Blade of Darkness. I, you know what I could go for? You know, it, 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 and it's got a cult following. Why don't we get a remaster or a remake of Alpha Protocol? You know? Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Wombat sitting over in the corner going, motherfucker, we ain't had a cane game since the PS2. This is true, too. I'm in the corner with Yoshido played PS1. There's tons of stuff that they could, you know, remake or revitalize that. Squaresoft ain't gonna make a new Bushido Blade unless it's an NFT, Ryan. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. We haven't had a we haven't (laughs) had a new Jet Moto in twenty five years either. Yeah, but if you played the third one, that's okay. No, yeah. I just, I just need you to stop I, standing for uh, a new Eternal Champions. No, we, I will never. Are we going to finally figure out who that dude to shoot that or the cover? In, the, in that... space? No, we, I yeah. will never stop championing for a new Eternal I, Champions. I'm sorry. It's never going to happen. Uh, what I don't get more than anything else is like, so clearly somebody bought this game for like next to nothing, I guess. But work had to be done on it still. Why? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like project? at that point, like there's games that you don't have to put any work into that I'm sure you could buy too. Or yeah. not as much work into. How, how much are they charging for this game, Ken? Is it fifteen bucks? Is it fifteen dollars? I think it's fifteen dollars. I'm gonna double. That's one of those games that'll sell like hundred and thirty six copies in a Steam sale for three dollars a piece. That's and yeah. that's probably the best time to pick it up. Yep. I mean fourteen nine not, not I'm not. I'm not saying that this is a bad game. It's definitely a product of its time, but it's one of those games. It's just like uh, I'm not making any progress. The only progress I've made is I know where the enemies are now, which I guess that's how a freaking Souls game plays. So I, I, I don't know. The 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 only that's the biggest thing for me is like I have I have played I have did three runs of the first level, which is probably about twenty minutes. And each time I have to literally start back from choosing my character and the opening cutscene again. And I'm like, can't skip it. I mean, you can skip it, yeah. But oh, I'm just okay. like, it's just like you know. Now I'm, I'm have to, I have to escape prison again. I have to go through here, and and like I have all this shit memorized at this point. But I'm just like, could I not just get like a save point or an auto save or anything like they that. They want you to see because, that truly rad character select screen that gives you motion sickness where it flies through the castle. No kidding, right? <laughs> and I keep choosing the same character. 
So uh, maybe I need to try a different character. Maybe that's my issue. I'm pretty sure they all play the same. That's my thing too. Is like they're only the only difference is, is that certain characters are proficient with other weapons. Woohoo! And I don't know. And and oh, the tutorial also didn't tell you how to use your shield. So I pick up a shield and I still don't know how to use it. That's quality nice. video games. I'm so glad they. Well, the worst part is, is they bought the rights and brought it back, and they literally did nothing to it. No, no. We just made it work on an Xbox controller. Woohoo! Probably just mapped some fucking gravis pad firmware or some shit into it. Yeah, that's. There's a lot of stuff out there that I just wish would come back that isn't owned by anyone. By the way, like unfortunately, like stuff that's owned by like. Certain companies, you go, I like Eternal Champions. Sega owns it. Sega has other things they're going to focus on, and you just have to like. I actually. And be like, what's funny is no. I actually got some backstory to that game because I follow. Oh, what's his name on Twitter? He he um he's worked on a lot of old games, and he actually worked on Eternal Champions, and he went into an explanation of why it hasn't come back. And want to share that? Um, if I remember correctly, it was because one part of it is licensing. They they can't get the licensing, and the source code for it is, like, really, really hard to recompile. So, that was the explanation that I got, is that it will probably never happen. Well, maybe they'll just add one or two of those characters into um, uh, Mortal Kombat. Like, the super memorable character. <laughs> and the other guy. Um... The other guy. Oh, but don't forget about my personal favorite. <laughs> That's we it, are, man. We are, gotta, we are all discounting. We are all <laughs> discounting fake blade that shoots his laser into the sky. My my favorite character is the shark, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fan blade is my favorite character. Y'all just y'all just hate another those... quality quality video game. Nah, man, those fatalities are dope. Like those are. Those are awesome. Like, I would hope so because it's the only had. thing the game had. Yeah, it is. That gets that's pretty much it. Yeah. No, Those you could play things. as a you could play as a chicken, and his name was Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I missed file that, that video. under file that in the same folder as meat yep. and mocap. I don't want to talk about meat. Oh, there you go. All right, what else you got, Drew? I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I play a little bit of Overwatch, but who cares? <laughs> um, yeah. The the most the most like I hate this game, but I can't stop playing it. Yeah, ever. it's it, it's like Amanda with Dead by Daylight because she continues to go back and like complains about it. And I'm like, why do you keep playing it? And that's that's us, I guess, with Overwatch because I keep saying, man, fuck this game, and then y'all be like, we about to get on. Alright, give me five minutes. Like, I did <laughs> Man, I got mad quit last night, and then like three hours later, I was like, I'm gonna run a couple. You know what? I saw you. I was playing Diablo. <laughs> I saw you get on and playing comp. I was like, this man is addicted. He got a sickness. <laughs> I am definitely down with the sickness. Oh, man. <clears throat> Alright, um, move on to Anthony, I guess, if you're wrapped up, Drew. Yeah, I think that's um, that's pretty much it. All right, Anthony, what you got? Uh, 
So the Eternal Champions character I love. Uh, no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the uh, man, I don't know much. Uh, Overwatch Two again. You know, I have yet to try Mystery Heroes Comp. It's wild. Yeah, I have to either. play by myself. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, well, no, you can play with me because we're. Oh God, dang it! We'll we can play, play together, together as long as I'm yeah. not there. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Parents, get up our ranks. After podcast, um, <laughs> I have played. Okay, well, Clive and Wrench ain't great. I'm just gonna say that. I was even trying to play. Fucking, he got stuck in the wall, and I was just like, "Yeah, we're pretty much done here." I, it's bad. So when I get like behind on reviews, generally it's because there's like one game I don't want to touch, and I'm just like fucking ostrich and bury my head in the sand. Um, Clive and Wrench, in theory, I should love, but it's so fucking janky, and I know it was made by, like, mostly one guy, so it's hard to be like, oh, why isn't this better, but there's certain things where it's like, I thought, you know what, maybe I'm crazy, maybe it's because I'm playing the Switch version, I've looked up gameplay of other versions, and it's like, no... No, the, there's there's some issues. Um, first of all, the main character doesn't feel like he's ever fully engaged with the world. Like, for example, and I'm going to use, I know they got a ton of money for it, but like, Ukulele. Ukulele is not the best 3D platformer, partially because they thought stamina, stamina, blah, 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 blah. wow, stamina meters. That's, that's were, my uh, favorite Eternal Champions dude. character, by the way. <laughs> That's all <what> I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they added a stamina bar, and I was like, "Why would you do that in a th- 3D platformer?" But um, it, it Yuka and Lele always felt like they were consistent within the world. They they felt like they had weight. They felt like they belonged in the world, and Clive and Wrench fails that. Um, part of it is because. At some assets don't look like they belong. Like, why does a slice of pizza in, the, like, the first level, which is, like, you know, small, you're small inside a normal world. Um, like, why does a slice of pizza look more realistic than everything else? Like, that's a bit jarring, and, it, and that's just the best example. That the, but, like, there's a bunch of stuff like that where it's like, okay, this didn't need to be as detailed as it is, and this part needs to be more detailed for it to even look consistent to the main character. Um, For something that has way more budget and way more people working on it. um, Super Mario Odyssey, New Donk City, yes, the people look weird, but they feel consistent within the world. Like, it doesn't... It's weird to see Mario stand next to, like, what looks more like a per, an actual person. <laughs> um, but it, it feels believable inside the game world that they've built. And that is a problem that Clive and Wrench has. Partially because all the enemies are little demon things that run at you. And that becomes... That gets to my second problem. Uh, combat sucks. Um, your attack feels like it doesn't connect to anything. It feels like you just do a motion, and for those couple of frames that if anything runs into you, maybe they get hurt. But, like, I always get hurt 
attacking enemies because there's just there's no like it doesn't feel good to play um so I know that this guy has worked on it by himself I, I'm sure he got a bit of help for porting and stuff but like um it just it just doesn't feel great like for as long as it is a smaller game because there's a bunch of worlds but like for a small of a game developer like studio as he, he's running like because again i assume other people came to help once he finished his um uh kickstarter or whatever um it's been it's been fucking over five years of development um uh, probably even more or than more closer to 10 i think um and yeah, it just it doesn't feel good to play, which is the biggest disappointment. That's it's like the first thing you should worry about in a platformer, um, because if it doesn't feel good, then I'm not going to want to spend time in it. Uh, I don't love the work from uh, Haze Light. Um, you know, obviously, I gave their first game a mediocre score, um, but it it takes two. It's one of the best feeling platformers I've ever played in my life. And I had to play that with somebody else, and that was a little disappointing, like having to just not be able to experience the whole game um, by myself, um, which meant that we had to keep organizing time. But like, goddamn, that fucking game feels so goddamn good, and this fucking Cliven Wrench just does not feel remotely close to feeling good. Yeah, um, I played a little bit of it, and the thing that stuck out to me really badly was the jump. The jump the doesn't jump's feel bad good. too. It doesn't feel no, good. No, the the jump doesn't feel good, and the attack doesn't feel good. Guess what you're doing for most of this fucking game? Jumping and attacking. Yeah, bingo. Also, the <laughs> swimming sucks. I didn't wait. Did I make it to the swimming? Oh, I did the swimming in the tutorial, and that's and I was like, yeah. wow, this feels bad too. Yep. Yeah, it's I I it, it it feels like it was made in a vacuum. Like the only thing you ever got to play was um, Jack and Daxter. But it actually no. The only thing that you ever got to see was Jack and Daxter. <laughs> yeah. And you based the game based on what you saw in Jack and Daxter. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I was like, you know what, just give it another shot. You know, keep pressing through. And then he got stuck in a wall, and I'm just like, I'm done. I can't. This is not enjoyable for for me at the slight in the slightest. What is enjoyable though, because I talked about last week, and I'm still fucking playing, is the Fist of the North Star game. I took a total deviation from doing important things and did the entire bartending minigame where you mix drinks and um, you're already drunk is one of the best drink names I've ever seen in a video game I love that um, and uh, finished all of that I've um, been doing Coliseum matches in and out but I got into the I don't know what they call it um Hostess manager, nightclub manager, nightclub manager, I think is what they call it, which is way too fucking in-depth. I was, like, not expecting it to be that intense, but it is fucking awesome. Um, you have all the girls you have to manage, and it's it, I guess it's just like, um, I was trying to explain to a friend uh, who I thought would be really good because they can do management stuff really well. Um, a bottle service girl, I guess, is kind of what it is. Um, and you have to send them to the right table because the clients have different tastes and 
and women's. Some women are cute. Some of them are tough. Some of them. So it's just like um, I'm constantly having to throw. Like, and you can only have six girls working that night, and the, the goals change from night to night. And uh, it's fucking insane because there's some side stories that are attached to it, and you're trying to pay off like this $99 million debt for breaking a vase. Um, because sure, fuck it, why not? Um, and yeah, it's just fucking insane, like how much you have to be juggling, mm-hmm. like what certain people want, and they're gonna leave soon. But I need that girl for the next guy because he likes that type of girl, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Oh, and then I haven't yet had to do it yet, but if the guys get rowdy, you have to step in. <laughs> And apparently, like, if it's a standard citizen, you have to just walk up and there's, like, different ways of dealing with them, like, offering a discount, which cuts into your profits, or, like, just giving them a polite smile. <laughs> and then if it's one of the... Um, go ahead. As I was saying, if it's one of the, like, um, wastelanders, which are the guys you fight, you walk in and you... you... I guess, I guess, because you do like your your finisher moves on them. <laughs> uh, I I've been obsessed with how fucking intense that is, but I'm trying to do all the sub stories before I finish the game because, like, I'm not going for platinum. There's no fucking way. Uh, some of the fucking, specifically the the Doctor Me game is such a pain in the ass rhythm game that it's just not happening. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get as many of the stories done before I move on because I don't want to. I don't know if there's a point of no return in uh, Fist of the North Star, so I'm just trying to do it while do, I can. Do all of that studios games have a like a business thing? Because I like I've only played well, I've, I've played some of the other Yakuza's, but I haven't like really dug into like the mini game stuff um, until I played like a dragon. So like I did got caught up in the business um, mini game thing. And it's like, and you talking about this, it, like, it sounds very similar to that, only you run in what sounds like a, a high strip club, I guess. I don't it, know. But it, that's the thing. Like, I, I hate, it's weird describing this because it's not a strip club at all. Like, it's, it's, like, it's just like the, um, like, uh, Yakuza Zero has almost the exact same mechanic. Oh, okay. I did it, that it in that. Like Yakuza Zero. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah. I did do it in that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, so yeah, my question still stands. Does all the, those games have that type of like? Does it have like a business simulator thing within them? Like, is that just a Yakuza or whatever the name of that studio is? I don't know. Ryu Gakagugu. I don't know the name of the studio, but is that just like yeah, their, what their the thing? Fuck just happened? <laughs> That's my second favorite character from Eternal Champion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know what the name of the studio. You know what the studio is? Ryu Ryu Gakagugu. Get, go talk. You know what you were about to be up there, Terry? And you're going to sit here and act like it's it's a normal name like Stanley, and you over here having to make sure oh, you shit. pronounce it just right, Terrence, too. Like, I mean, if you're Japanese, it could be. God, Pierce, God. did you just turn into Baby Force Whitaker? Gaga goo goo. I want some milk. <laughs> Put my name in it. I like it when it's personal. Oh, that show is so good. Okay, I'm sorry, but yeah, I was just wondering if that was like a thing because it. I mean, it's been in a lot. At least the stuff that I've played, I didn't realize that it would even carry over into freaking Fist of the North Star, which is awesome. Yeah, but all right, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what what else is there. I mean, they have the arcade, 
Which is weird, because I have to find the fucking arcade machines. <laughs> I can't just enter and play the arcade games. I found a, I found a Sega Mark III, which is just a master system. Um... <gasps> That's broken out in the desert, but it the cartridge that came with it is clearly the Fist of the North Star game that became, I think, Black Belt in America. <laughs> so I have to get that fixed still, too. But yeah, there's a bunch of... Some of them are definitely carryovers, as I say. Oh. I thought the nightclub management was. Um, I don't think the bartending one is. Or if it is, they, they really changed it to make it Fist of the North Star style, because he does like his finisher moves as he's making the drinks. Hmm. Um, I want to play that. I just, I have so many things that I'm playing. You also don't have yeah, a PlayStation. It's on the list. So I know. I, well, that was what I was going to end with. I don't have a PlayStation, so I, it's it's you know this it's is on the wait list. This is the only one that I think is is PlayStation only. Yeah, the Fist of the Star game is yeah. That and yeah, uh, Dead Dead Souls. Okay, well, you know, one of the two is good. Um, <laughs> the the. Uh, I'm just surprised they never had a PC release. Yeah, that's weird. I'm also surprised, and, and I know, why has the Yakuza games never come to the Switch? That seems weird, right? Um, probably. I wonder if there's just too much memory needed to. The Witcher find something runs on Switch. It's bigger than that's Yakuza true. games. That's true. That's the one I always have to go back to. I'm like, if you can do The Witcher on the Switch, you can do pretty much any open world game. It's um, not. It's not a cloud. The Witcher's not a cloud. No, thing. the like, Witcher no, is, no, no, no. is native, son. Oh, was that not uh, Panic Button? Okay. Yeah, and it's all on one cart too, which is crazy. Panic, panic Buttons. It's Man, a wizard. Damn, they're fucking. I mean, they're the people that made Doom. Fucking run, which yeah, god damn. Them motherfuckers truly from Hogwarts. Let's see. They're I'm looking. Lie. Oh yeah. I'm looking at their shit again. It's so funny because they went from doing some real crap. Um, like Attack in the Movies 3D. I'm I'm looking at their shit again. Yeah, they went from uh, doing some real crap. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's main event. Oh, it was a Connect wrestling game. I forgot about that game. Holy shit! Connect Star there was Wars. A Connect wrestling game. Yeah, Hulk That's Hogan. Exactly Connect Star Wars. Wow. <laughs> they did, and then their first port was Misplosion Man to the PC. Which I can't imagine was a difficult one. But yeah, then they started doing Injustice, Gods Among Us for the Vita. Um, Octodad to Wii U. I hate to, think, I hate to think about the kind of things you have to yell into the Kinect microphone in the Hulk Hogan game. Oh, God. That's what I'm like. Yeah, how would you even play a wrestling game with the Kinect? Yeah. They put you like, on a it, list it, when they, when they, they, they repeat yeah. what Hulk Hogan wants you to say. No, I was going to yeah. say, they, 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 all of a sudden it's recording you in your room and they're interjecting Bubble Love Sponge's wife next to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. What else you got, Anthony? Fucking <laughs> uh, nothing. All uh, right. I played, I got, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about two that were like really basic. Um, I played a building full of cats and a castle full of cats. Sure, just like point and click, sort of find where the cats are hidden. Way more difficult than I thought it would be at times. Um, the first one was really basic, um, but a castle full of cats is got a bunch of uh, has a bunch of um, Castlevania parody in it. Um, what is this on? Is this PC? Just P- PC. Yeah, it's yeah. literally just uh, find the pi- find the cats 
I think um, there's a Twitter account for that. Well, what was interesting is like apparently. Cat? Yeah, there's well, no cat is... in this image. Is yeah. the Twitter account you're thinking of? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So this is like all hand drawn, and um, the castle full of cats actually locks off certain parts of the castle until you've found certain keys and everything. It was a kind of interesting thing. Apparently, they donate some of the money from their sales to um, helping get cats adopted. Castle full of cats is my favorite stage in Eternal Champions. <laughs> and that's it for me. So. <laughs> that was really good. Alright, Terrence, you're up. Alright, um, I'm going to go real fast on some of these and then just go for the last one, which will provoke a lot of conversation because I played a lot of shit. Um, okay, so the stuff I'm reviewing, uh, two of them, I can't go, can't talk about a lot of this one, but Saga of Sins is what I'm playing. Um, That's not out to the 30th, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to talk about, you know, how it is. I'm just, you know, it's it's uh, it's Metroidvania. I, I love the art style. It's very, um, uh, that Pentiment style, the uh, stained glass um, kind of graphics. Um, side scroller, but, you know, we'll talk about it more next week. Um, have a Nice Death, I'm reviewing on the Switch. Uh, which is, god dang it, it's a roguelite. Of course but, it is. Um, yeah, because, you know, everything is. But it's uh, it, it's really good. The the combat is really fast and fluid. I, I dig the, the story um, so far. So it's your death, who, you know, has been working forever by himself, and he gets tired, and they co-found Death, Inc., um, with, with someone and he ends up being like the CEO. And so he's like doing paperwork all day and then he ends up getting burnt out and then coming down into like the, from the tower in his building in his office building to find that everything is in chaos. And so you go into the levels, basically cleaning up the company. Um, this is the premise. So it's, it's got a lot of humor. Um, the art style is, uh, kind of not necessarily cell shaded, but it's kind of got a cartoony kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, it's I, it's a lot of fun. A little bit that I played, I haven't got to do a whole lot. Just got it yesterday, but I'll have to. I'll be reviewing that. Um, uh, the other one I'm reviewing that I got yesterday too is Cereza and the Lost Demon, which I you know I, I didn't care about Baby Cereza, Baby Bayonetta when I saw the trailer. Um, I love the name Cereza, by the way. Actually, my wife's dog's name is Cereza. Um, but uh. This game is not bad. So it's so you you control with one stick on the switch. You control Cereza's movements, and on the other, you control um, Cheshire. So the the demon that um, possessed her stuffed cat. Um, and what it is is it's I guess if you care about Bayonetta's story at all, um, it's you know her her childhood essentially. So her training and becoming an Umbra witch. Um, what happened with her parents? Because she's the child of a, you know, a witch uh, and an angel, um, and so it's it, it kind of I guess it fills in that stuff. I'm still super early, but the mechanics are are really good. So it's it has combat. The the demon actually handles the combat with um, with Cereza or Bayonetta. You you basically cast spells. So you're you know open gateways and you know summon bridges and stuff like that. Again, super early into it, but I'm digging what you know, what they're going for so far. Um, Operation Raccoon City, me and Ken messed around and shot some zombies. That was a janky good time. <laughs> you just like to um, watch me fall on the floor. Yeah. 
Because I don't know why that's just how he moved around the level is just to run and dive. Just, you know, whatever. No danger. Just run. <laughs> Dude, make the sound effect. Of course I make the sound really effect. Cool. Like, run and be like, huh. Oh, good times. Um, I started uh, near Automata. Automata. Right? Uh, yeah. Automata. Um, or that, is it Automata? Wow, okay. Anthony, correct me. Automata. Automata. I mean, I don't think it's ever said out loud, so everybody's guess is as good as mine. I think it's automata. Automata. Okay. I have to say, yeah, I was gonna say, I think I say it near automata. So it's good. I, I I'm I'm early in that as well because, like I said, I'm how early? Where are you at? And, so I just so what what I put in the the chat was the last thing. So I I beat the naked. First of all, that was weird as all get out. Like we're down here fighting these talking robots, and they all form into this giant ball and then spit out a naked android. And I'm like, what the hell am I playing? You're playing near automobile. That's what you're playing. Yeah, my wife comes in and she's like, why are you fighting a naked Ken doll? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It just. It just burst. But yeah, so I just beat that. And I'm supposed to go back and report my findings to command and stuff. But that's, yeah. Um, so it's weird, but I dig it. it I I like that. It kind of, Well, yeah, I like that it blends the kind of bullet hell, which was really off-putting at first. Because I honestly, I knew it was an action, um, you know, an action fighting game or action, I guess, adventure game from Platinum. But I didn't know it had all that bullet hell mechanics in there. Um, but it actually, it's, I'm not a fan of bullet hell mechanics, like, but it actually works in this. It's, I don't know. Like I, I dig it. There's, um, um there's a chip that you're going to want to look for that basically turns the combat into Bayonetta. There's a ooh. thing you can do that, um, makes it so like you have the witch time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't remember what the chip is called, but you, that's an optional thing you have to install. Go ahead and get gotcha. one of your endings out of the way by taking your life support chip out. <laughs> oh, really? There's like, how many endings? Okay. Is there like 30, 30 something? It, it, no, it's... Uh... Oh my god! Hold on, let me think. They're um, all they're all numbered, they're all lettered. So like lettered, ending yeah. A, I think I think there I think there I think there is twenty six. Okay, so okay, yeah, I, there's I, one. And some of them are super simple. Like you, like one of them is literally take your life support chip out and you get credits. One of them's eat a fish. Yeah, it is twenty six. Yeah. Uh, one of them's eat a fish, and you die yeah. immediately. Um, I just figured out that you could fish. Actually, when I was running back from that thing, I was like, "Useless oh my God, mechanic you... in that game." It's a oh, is it? Like, okay. Yeah. okay. There's no reason to do it, but you can do it. I think I think you need it for an achievement or trophy. It's but... kind of like in Hogwarts when you tell the Clippers to clip the the bush. There's there's no point to that. Yeah, there's no point. It just kind of yep. you just do it. Um, yeah. Okay. What else is there? Um. There's one where it's a certain point in the game, like, if you literally just turn around and walk away from it, it ends. Yeah. The credits start rolling and the music plays. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, okay. That game, that but game that's, is cool that, as shit. Yeah. That's the type of shit Yokotaro does and all of his stuff. Like, when I say, like, this is technically the third game in the Nier series, like, Drakengard 1 has, like, 20 fucking different endings for a game that's garbaggio. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a fucking not a great rip off of Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> um, so, 
in this though, is there um is there different like enemy varieties besides these robots that are shaped like pills? Yeah. Um you'll okay, you'll cool. get you'll get them later. That will be your main enemy throughout. Um, oh, okay. Goddamn I'm do... now remembering the tree people. Jesus. Jesus, there's that's, tree people. That's um, dark. That that whole scene. That was the other dark. thing, because it's it's very brown. Like, there's not a lot of green. Like, because I was in the desert, and then like the dilapidated buildings and stuff. Of course, obviously, it's going to look like that. So, is there other? Oh yeah, areas. Yeah, you haven't made okay. it to yeah, the city cool. yet okay. with the fireworks. The carnival. And, yeah, carnival, the carnival. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Cool. The uh, one of the best mo- Like, you will grow to like those enemies because when they're not those enemies, you're going to be like, this is this is a little bit more time than just me running through and slashing them all in half um but there's a moment in that game where uh, I, the best way i can say it is their voices become part of the music mm-hmm. and okay. that is one of the coolest fucking things there's so many moments in that game so it many. can it's 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 the become as gods <sighs> nice that's the yeah. name of the edition that i'm playing so yeah. that, yeah, is, that, that is that is that is what they that is yeah that is um what they are singing, but you in context, it'll make a lot more sense. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the other thing that's that I'll be like about this game is the music. Every track I've heard so far has just been fire. Like I'm and, gonna have to buy the soundtrack. And, like and, it's, and it's so good. Funny because I don't think there's as many vocal tracks in near Atomta, and they made their own fucking language for the like essentially for the first game. Yep. Oh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I fucking what a brilliant. <laughs> fucking game that is like and and the thing is like go in expecting some like mindfuck philosophy sort of stuff because that's what those games are like really good at i've actually beat that game like four times that's not accounting the extra endings yeah i uh i want to go back and actually platinum that game and finish the dlc so good. I didn't realize it had DLC. All yeah, right. the DLC um, is just like an extra boss fight against. Well, it's, like, it's Square, included in Square the Enix. X, yeah, it's included in the Xbox version, so you're good. Square Enix oh, CEO. Cool. He comes what? down and and you fight him. <laughs> Seriously? I'm not fucking kidding you. He's in a business suit. It looks like him. Dude, yes. you fight Adam and Eve at one That's point. Awesome. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Holy crap! Oh, this game is wild. This is this is turning into uh, freaking Death Stranding. That's the other one that I really want to get back to because I I was enjoying that game yeah, quite a bit. Like if if Hideo Kojima is like commenting on the world we live in, Yokotaro's stuff comments on who the fuck we are. That's gotcha. the best way I can put it. Like like he's is more philosophical, um, and Kojima's more like a commentary on where we're going. All right, it's good to know. All right, couple more. Splatoon three. Finally got to dig into that some more. That is a blast. Thank you for that, Ryan. And also, you're welcome. Ryan is my game pusher. Um, I got WWE 2K23, and that is so much fun. Um, and I haven't played a wrestling game, you know, for real, for real. Probably when I was when a kid. Like I had um, Battlegrounds and just kind of put it around a little bit. But like, it's it's so good, like the the fighting mechanics with like the combo breakers and like the kind of mental games that you play. Like like I went online and played against somebody after I finally felt like I had a grasp on it, 
And that match lasted so long. And it, it was like, it was like watching a match on TV. Like, cause he was, you know, get out guessing my stuff and I'm trying to fake him out. And st- like, it was the parries and the, the counters. Like, it was, I don't know. That, that game is really good. If you like, I guess if you like wrestling stuff. Um, and then the job, the superstar mode was, uh, was pretty good as well. The super Cena had me rolling. You really couldn't see him. He was invisible. Wild. Um, okay. And then I also played, uh, which I'm sure a lot of people did. I don't know if any of y'all did other than Ken, but the Diablo 4 beta. Are we going to talk about that? We're going to talk about Exo Primal. We can talk about Exo Primal. We can save Diablo for you because I know you talked about or you played it. Well, so I'm sure Drew, we talk talk, about well, Drew didn't play it, did you? Nope. Diablo? Oh, shit. Okay, no. well, we'll talk about Diablo, but I thought we were going to talk about Exo Primal first. Well, yeah, let's talk about Exo Primal. We'll talk about Exo Primal. So, Exo Primal, you're killing dinosaurs. It's in There's a lot of dinosaurs. <laughs> It's a whole a hell of a lot of dinosaurs. It's actually impressive. Um, it's like some dead of the rising levels. levels of dinosaurs, except yeah. these motherfuckers are flying. Yep, it's it's in it's insane. Like the one, and I don't know if you got to play this map, but there because there's different modes that you play. Let me set it up. So the whole game is a PVE VP, and what happens is is the the setup seems to be. You're training for something. You're doing war games versus these dinosaurs in these exosuits, and there's different classes. There's um there's attack, support, and tank, and they have different weapons. Like there's one that funk that kind of acts like a junk rat. He has grenades, and he uh, can set the dinosaurs on fire and stuff like that. They also have different abilities. Um, like an Overwatch character would have too. Uh, each of the suits have different stuff. Um. <clears throat> But and so you can when you're swap placed them in... on the fly, you should probably say that. Yes, you, you can literally swap actually, them yeah. on the fly. Yep. So I mean, like if you're you know in a fight and you realize, damn, we really taking a beating and ain't got enough heals, you can pop out of your you know suit and hop into a healer suit and then you know start helping your team out, which is nice. Um, but so it plays the the first initial rounds is it's kind of a timed game. So it's you versus the other team and it in the hunter or the watcher will tell you um if you're completing objectives faster than the other team. So the rush is you you get through this stuff and you fight different waves of dinosaurs. They can send a dominator after you which is them controlling a dinosaur, either a T-Rex, I've controlled a Carnosaurus and I think that's it. Um, and I mean, it's as fun as it sounds like, and it's not like a slow moving thing. You're like these dinosaurs move fast. So like you whipping around with this T-Rex and, and smashing and head flinging and tail slapping these robots, you know, the, the enemy team aside. Um, but yeah, so the, the, it's the, the timed rounds. And then once you get to the very last one, it's, it turns into a versus thing and there's different modes. Even in this, there's one where it's like a, a transport, the um, payload kind of like an overwatch. There's one where you have to collect a certain amount of these cartridges. Um, while at the same time, there's these dinosaurs pouring in. So, I mean, there's bunches of raptors. There's, you know, triceratopses, which go crazy. Um, there's sniper dinosaurs. I can't remember what they're called, but there's all this other stuff. And then the other team can come over and start fucking with you, too. While you're trying to, you know, do this objective, they can show up and start fighting or you can go and start fighting them. So it turns into this big, hectic thing. It sounds super chaotic because it is super chaotic. And Ken can tell you oh, that there's dude, a lot was, of stuff happening. I was lost. You're like, grab the cartridges. I'm like, motherfucker, I got a rafter up my ass <laughs> and the other team shoot me in the face. I ain't got no time for your cartridges. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of stuff that's happening, but <clears throat> it it takes 
uh, and again, this is the beta. So obviously they're just throwing you into this. I guess this is the main mode. Um, so there's not a whole lot of explanation and tutorial. So you just kind of have to, you know, roll with what you got. So it takes a couple of matches, quite a few matches before you really get a firm grasp on it. But once you get the loop down and everything, it's not bad. I, I don't think it's going to last forever, um, which is a good thing it's on Game Pass. Um, cause I think it will be a perfect, like, game pass distraction. You know, it's, you know, 5v5, you go in there and kill some dinosaurs. I'm curious if there's going to be other modes that will be more single player oriented if for those that just want to do PVE. Like, you just want to kill dinosaurs with your friends without having to worry about, you know, fighting another team. Um, but the mechanics as far as combat and gameplay and stuff are pretty solid. Even graphics, like, it looks really good. It's yeah, really good. It really does. Um, it looks really, really good and it plays really, really fast. Yeah, yeah, it's very fast. But it was sixty frames per second. Might have been one twenty. I didn't even look. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I I dug what I played, and I'm looking forward to that to that release. Yeah, I will definitely download this on Game Pass and probably mess around with it for a month. And but you <laughs> know what? That's good. It's that's that's fun. That, yeah, right. Game Pass. Okay, that's it. So yeah, we go on to whoever's next. Go ahead. Well, we can talk about Diablo because nobody else played it, right? Just oh, yeah, okay. Well, I thought it was going to just... Was it just... Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so in Diablo 4. Um, whew, I, dele- I deleted it the- immediately because I'm like, I don't want to play any more of this. It's so fucking good. <laughs> why are, oh, why are you like this? Uh, dude, I don't okay. like to pl- I like to... So uh, Diablo is a game where I'm going to play a ton of it, and I it's because I want to collect all the shit and build up my characters. And, like, right now, I just... There's no point because I'm going to lose all of this stuff. True. I, I didn't but there's need no more. guarantee. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't need any more convincing, like, goddamn Blizzard. Oh, I got you. Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard with your cut, your cinematics. Jesus Christ. I'm invested Those in this cinematics. story. I've Ooh, never been invested those cut in this. Oh, my God. So sweet. Do you not want to get that, you know, the max level so you can get your free stuff? You mean the fucking puppy that sits on your back? I don't give a shit. Okay. I, I want that. And there's, there, there's something else, too. I don't know what it is. They're giving out something else, too. But And that's the thing, too, because everybody was flipping out because of all the issues that you couldn't get in the first day with the queue issues and stuff. Um, the the whole like getting to max level and earning the free stuff is actually for the open weekend, which is next weekend anyway. <laughs> so that's why I feel like this was just a test for the open beta weekend anyway. You know what I mean? So they're going to fix it all to actually let everybody in, which is wild because this is the one that you had to pre-order the game to actually get in. Or eat a double down. Yeah. Like, game business is weird. I mean, to be like, fair, you don't have to eat the double down. You just have to buy the double down. I mean, if you buy one, you better eat it. Because I want to hear about that experience. I mean, is that the I chicken mean, sandwich? That's this chicken two pieces on, of chicken is bread? Yeah, that's what... If, that's, if you hate your arteries, you can eat that. Yeah, I would never I, eat that thing. So... <laughs> I it's suicide one. through deliciousness. <laughs> it it is. I would tell you, I, I bought one because I am. Eleven. Is, we're segueing. I um. No, I well. So I always like to try new it's stuff. If it, if it sounds appealing cancer. to me. Well, it's yeah. And I didn't eat the whole thing. I'm gonna put that out there right now. I'm a big dude, yes, but that's too much. And even I looked at that and was like, "Damn, why is anybody? Who is this for?" But like, I wanted to taste it, so I split it up with my family. Like, I got six kids, seven, seven people, five kids. <laughs> Lord, I got five. I don't know where the extra kid. You forgot, from. Like, you forgot how many kids you had. What the hell? Right. 
See, that's what it do when you eat it. That's that sandwich. Hey, it's three, one, six, five, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but Yo, no, it it wasn't bad, but it's too much. Like, I don't know who that's for. Why would you need a chicken to own chickens? Like, what the fuck? Like, America. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> anyway, Diablo 4, the cinematic's fantastic. Um, the Dude, overall. That opening, go ahead, that go ahead. opening fucking intro is so goddamn good. Holy yeah. shit. Man, rip that guy. That like, dude, I like, know. just watching it, like, I felt it. Like, when that guy's, like, holding me close, he's like, speak the words. Speak yeah. the words. I'm like, god damn it. So good. Yep. Yeah, it was it, it really good. It, it sets the, the tone, because once you get in there, it's definitely more Diablo 2 and overall kind of um, tone and feel. Like, it's very dark and gothic very um bloody <laughs> um i mean there's you get blood on your character and stuff yeah people explode like when you hit stuff there's splashes of blood on the snow but it looks so good graphically and and you know being of the age of playing you know the original diablos you know back in the day in comparison it's just like wow you know this is where we are it's not um, it's not arcadey like Diablo three either because like I was immediately no. flicking the right stick to dodge and you can't do that yep. anymore. Nope. Yep. You you B is your dodge and it has a cooldown. Like yeah, it's it's more gameplay wise, it's more Diablo two, um, definitely than three because it it is not arcadey because I I went in there at first and did the um because they give you two options for the world tier, um you can do you know. The kind of normal one where you have easier level creatures if you're new to Diablo, and then they'll give you one that you get that's harder if you've played it before, where the monsters do more damage, they give more experience, and you get a little bit more gold. So I went with that one the first time, and I picked a barbarian because I was going to go, you know, try that class out because I've never played as one. And I'm like, yeah, I know how to play Diablo. Just go down. Nigga, I got fucked up. Like if you <laughs> if you can't just go in there and hold a button. And think you go, no, you have to have your skills and stuff like in order. Cause like, no, like it's, it's serious. So I had to, I had to go down to the easy level to, to get used to everything and then ramped it back up. Um, but yeah, gameplay wise, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I can't get over how good like the storytelling is in the game. So not only is the intro good, but like that whole sequence at the beginning where you go and do that thing for the city and then like mm-hmm. you come back and they fuck with you. And it's just yep. like that whole sequence where he's dragging you on the cart. I'm like, God damn, this is I, so yep. good. Yep. I'm like, what is about to happen? Like, what is going on? Like, I was super confused. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. But it, yeah, like, it is really good. And I like how, because they have, you know, Blizzard is legendary for their cutscenes um, or their cinematics. But a lot of the the story stuff is told in game so it, the the camera comes down to the to you know to the more cinematic level to show you that different stuff but it's running off the in-game engine which is nice too oh, like I, I don't beautiful. know there it looks beautiful it's beautiful it absolutely is absolutely and this is just the beta um but yeah the world is be- so yo let me let me go into like so the other stuff so for those that were concerned because drew i know you had a question about this or i think you had brought it up before yeah there are other people in the world. Um, you're not by yourself. So you, once you get to the first city, um, it'll, you'll kind of tell it cause it'll kind of like flicker a little bit. And that's kind of, I guess, loading you into the server. So you'll see a bunch of people in the city, but it is nowhere near 
nowhere close to the level of people that you see in Diablo Immortal. Um, I've seen maybe at a time four or five people around me going into the different shops, you know, the blacksmith or whatever, doing the armor stuff. And then once you get out into the field, I've maybe one or two people I've seen running around. Um, when you go into a dungeon, so like the, you know, the stuff where that are just on the map, like, you know, hidden tomb or whatever the stuff is, um, it's solo. So you go into that by yourself, but the overworld stuff, you, it is possible that you will run into somebody. They do have like immortal had those world quests too. Yeah. You'll see like a red circle on the map. Um, it's not, too obtrusive and it's not anything that comes across on the screen that says hey this is happening go do it you know what i mean so it's not going to pull you out of the experience but you'll see it like on an outline if you're close by um and you're like oh well let me go do this um and other people you know can show up too i will tell you i've out of all the ones i've done i've done a majority by myself and then like towards the end maybe somebody will show up like it's never a thing where like everybody is running to that location but again just you know they did have issues so that may change at launch but you know kind of letting you know what to expect so let me ask Um, this then if if mm -hmm. that's the case let's say i'm i don't know level 20 and i'm going and doing a world boss or whatever and a level five guy comes up how does that work? Um, I'm glad you asked that because I actually experienced that this morning. So I, I don't know because it does have world bosses. I don't remember. She was like there was something at different times throughout the day, um, which I've, I think I missed the time for today. So I don't know how that works level wise. But the open and I, I'm assuming it's going to work this. The open world event events worked like this so i was i think i'm level 12 and i was out there and the enemies were all around my level they were like you know 11 12 13 stuff like that and a dude came out that was helping he was like level 20 or something and he was fighting the same stuff he didn't one shot the same enemy that i was fighting like it wasn't like he was overpowered to it where he just ended his life real quick because he was so uber powerful like it still took some time so i think it tailors to your level does that make sense okay so like if you're 20 you're going to be fighting level 20 stuff in that thing if i'm 12 i'm fighting level 12 stuff i think like that's what it appeared to me uh that worries me because we'll speak on it yeah yeah go ahead if you if you have if you have that kind of what's the point of levels if 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 they're always going to have the enemies match your level what's the point of leveling up wasn't that just for the world events though is it just for the world events yeah i think it is because the dungeons like i said the dungeons are solo like if you go into a dungeon even if there's seven people around you think of like world of warcraft when you're waiting for a queue or something there's people standing there and you go into something you went in there there's those people are still out there you know what i mean so it'll be tailored to whatever your level is but I also noticed when I was looking at the map, because I haven't been across the whole thing, it, it's kind of sectioned off like an MMO too. Like there's, it, it says like a level. So this part of the sunken forest, it says like level 11. But then over here on this part of the map where I, you know, I, I haven't been, it says like level 15. So okay. I guess there's different areas for, for your level. But those world events, I think when you go into those little, cause they're like outlined in like a red thing. Like I said, when you go in there, maybe the game like, takes you like just makes it to your level wherever you know wherever you are so if you're a level 20 in a level 15 zone now those enemies are going to be level 20 for you kind of thing 
Right. I think okay. again, I got to get higher and actually test that. But yeah, yeah, I'll just have to to try it out myself. Um, I don't know. Some of that stuff is is a little concerning to me, just because you know it, it kind of takes away from you know progression progression kind of thing. If if you've got you know, random people showing up that are level four and still killing stuff while you're killing stuff. It's just like, well, this is, you know, I'm, I'm level 30, you know, they can do the same thing. I can what, what the hell, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it ruins the progression if you're not careful. Now, I don't know how they're handling this. I haven't, I haven't actually looked into it too much. You know, I looked at some gameplay footage, stuff like that. What I do like and what I like to see is that they, they're making their classes play almost completely different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, they all have a special thing that only they can do, you know. While you may have characters that all have AoE attacks, you know, the druid is going to have this special ability while the barbarian will have this kind of an ability and it changes up the gameplay a little bit. So uh, I like that look. Um, it seems to be more, it seems like a combination of, of both Diablo three and Diablo two, because it seems like there, everything is nuanced as far as the combat goes, but there's also a little bit, it's, it's more actiony than Diablo two is. And that's kind of how Diablo three was. So everybody has kind of like an evasive move, you know, either like a teleport or a jump or a dodge or something like that. So uh, they're trying to keep that action feel to it. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm okay with that. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm, I'm holding my reserves for it because this, the MMO direction that they're going, I don't like. That's just, that's, but that's just me. Yeah, it's very it's very apparent that it's because when you go into the towns, like you have, you know, blue exploration points over some, you know, heads and you're like, oh, that's those are side quests that you can pick up. Um, Again, when you go to have those conversations, it kind of the camera zooms in and cuts out the rest of the world. But, yeah, I realized that this morning I was like, ooh, this is exactly the MMO stuff that Drew was talking about. Like, it's very you very much feel like it's a Diablo MMO almost. Sounds like they're trying to. They took a few notes from Path of Exile, and they're trying yeah. to throw it in there. And I mean, that's fine to an extent. Um, like, like I said, it, it will be one of those things where I want to see the end game content. You know, Diablo. Nothing matters in Diablo until you get, you know, higher level. Yeah, and, yeah, and, absolutely. You know, you're throwing away. You pick up something that's nice for a level, and then throw it away eventually. Yeah, um, and. Uh, obviously the bigger question I want to know is because with between Diablo two and then Diablo three, the, the core mechanics of those games kind of changed while Diablo two was definitely uh, about the gear. It didn't center around the gear while Diablo three was all about the gear that you got, you know, and, and the problem with Diablo three, I love Diablo three, but the problem with Diablo three was that it relied too much on gear sets and legendaries. And if you didn't have this gear set, you were not running this game correctly. And I want them to go away from that because uh, the last thing I want to worry about is, is, is going through a spreadsheet of get this, 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 and this, and you'll be the best in the game. I don't want that. I, I want, I want that nuanced of my Druid plays different from your Druid, but we're both doing some great damage. You know, and yeah. it, it allows more builds that way, and it, and it allows more 
kind of like customization where, where, you know, with Diablo two, I could totally go with a Hammerden if I wanted to, or I could do like a smite build and they play completely differently. Um, while in Diablo through three, you had maybe two choices of, of play styles and that was it. And I, I don't want them to go back to that. And it seems like they're not, it seems like they're trying to combine both games together with the, the skill tree where you put attribute points into different skills um, and then keep the action the same. So I feel like the combat and action uh, combined from Diablo 3 into Diablo 2's kind of character customization is the best of both worlds, and hopefully they, they get it right. I Like I said, I haven't, had, I haven't been able to play it, so I'm going to try it next weekend on the, the open beta and see see how I feel. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what you think because the talking about the classes and the skill tree. One thing I found interesting because I I've played as a sorcerer and a barbarian. Oh, I played as a rogue too, so I played as the the three that they have on there. Um, so like if I remember correctly, like it was kind of split up in Diablo two, where like the fire magic and stuff wasn't on the same tree as like the lightning magic, right? Yeah. yeah. Or okay, so in this, so on the first like ring of the tree it gives you like as a sorcerer different so you'll have a choice of a fire attack a ice attack a lightning attack or something else and that's like your basic attack so when you get your first skill point so you can pick which one you want and then you have to put i think two into that and then it branches down for your next one which will give you again choices between fire lightning or ice so they give you um you know, those different elements within each branch of the tree for you to pick from. And then also you can respec for free all the way up to level 15. Okay. Um, so you can put a point in something and then, you know, I change my mind, take, take it all away and then change it again. So they're giving you, I guess, time, not even I guess, but time to play with the, you know, your stuff before you're actually locked in. You can still respec after that. It's just going to cost gold at that point. But, you oh, know, so they charge gold for it. Yeah, that's what it said. Okay. Yeah, that's what popped up with it. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, because it was really, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's hard to respec in Diablo 2, but you only get three chances, and then after that, you got to grind for some items to respec again. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it's that, yeah, you charge your gold. So it's for free up to 15, and then it charges gold, and then it goes up. The price goes up every time you respec after that. So if it's 1,000 the first time, it might be 2,000 the next time, 4,000 right. the time after that, and so forth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that, that, that sounds okay then. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts for sure, because like I said, you're. The out of all of my friends, you're you're definitely the most Diablo knowledgeable. So I'm curious what what uh, what you end up thinking about it. So the, I guess the itemization is the is kind of the same. So you got the your whites, blues. Yes, that, kind of that would yeah, yep, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm I don't I haven't looked at any of this stuff, so I, I don't know. Like, have they have they shown off a lot of the affixes and stuff like that with? You know, like faster run walk speed or or you know faster cast rate. I mean, is there like have you have you guys looked at any of that stuff and seen what kind of affixes there are on items? Um, I sent the screenshot actually of some, one of the legendaries that I picked up earlier. Yeah, I, I saw um, that. Um, and it looks like that. So that's straight out of like kind of like Diablo three. Um, yep. Where the legendaries, uh, like you sent that screenshot. Let me look. See, like the legendary has a legendary affix at the bottom, basically saying, if you do this, it will alternate how it works kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, that's straight out of Diablo three. Um, 
Yeah, I don't There's know. There's a guy in town that you can talk to where you can, I don't remember if this was in three or not, where you can strip that and put it on something else. Um, like you can take off, um, stuff. I can't remember the exact wording of it, but you can take off like different attributes on, from the legendary's weapons to move it to a, other, it has to be another legendary. Um, and then there's another one where like when you clear certain dungeons, you unlock, uh, I, I, let's say boons for lack of a, I can't remember what they're, what they're called, but it may not be for your specific character. So I have, I unlocked one for a druid, which like in, it did, it buffed the shape shifting ability or something like that. And yep. it's something that you can, uh, you can put that onto a weapon. Um, if you know, if you're a druid, but you, you unlock it for randomly for whatever classes when you clear some of these side dungeons. So, so, is, it, so yeah. is it like, um, I guess it's, it's is it like a, like a, a socketed item, like a gym or a room. Yes, yes, like the yeah. So it works like the like the gyms and the rooms in the uh, in three. Gotcha. And I, I, yep. I have they have they detailed like can you have like a shared stash where like you can put something in a stash and then load up a different character and it's there. Yes. Yep. Okay. So there's in the main town you have you have like I guess an apartment. There's a box for your stash, and then there's a um. And this is one of the places where you'll see a lot of people gather because obviously it's, you know, it's everybody's in the same spot. Um, and there's a like a cabinet thing because you can transmog your look. So a lot of armor and things that you'll pick up will have like a little pickaxe thing on it that says if you salvage it, you can then apply that to transmog it to something else. So you right. can basically, you know, make your character look how you want them to look at the at that facility, too, or at that has, little house. Has any of you guys played with other people in a party? I have not. No, I've played outside of running into people in the world. That's it. But I haven't played with anybody in the party. I wonder if they're allowing you to find an item and say, "Hey, this is pretty good for your character," and drop it for that person. Yeah, drop it. Yeah, I had a question about that too. Yeah, we'll have to test that this weekend if we all get time to get on there. Because I, yeah. yeah, I am curious. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. that. I, mean, I don't know. I haven't played it, so like I said, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I got you. I got you. Yeah, we'll find out. I guess you have more next week when you get a chance to mess with it. But that's all I got, man. This I'm, I am so sorry, Lord Ken. Please, I oh so sorry. Oh, we go wombat. We got two minutes. Let's go. I hate it here. <laughs> I think wombat fell asleep. He's not answering. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. No, I uh, I was on mute accidentally. Um, all right, so I played some more WWE, which I'm in the process of reviewing. Ken, I should have that to you today, I think. Okay. Um, the so I played My Rise, which I had not played uh, before the podcast last time. Uh, it's you know it's career mode. It's pretty much just like last year's, except you've got two. Um, this year you've got uh, the Legacy, which is the the female. Um, wrestler where you're going for the women's championship and then uh you've got the lock which is the men's story um and i mean they're they they play fundamentally the same you've got you know a hub where you talk to other wrestlers and those conversations can lead into matches and stuff um you earn attribute points and then you can spend those attribute points to level up your uh, wrestler and uh, all that kind of stuff. The story in both of them is okay. I mean, it's it's probably a little bit better than last year's. Um, I think it's funny that both of them, uh, at least early on in the story, sort of involve you being given a gimmick or 
outfit that your character doesn't want or doesn't think they need and they would rather use their own creativity. Uh, and I think that's funny based on the, the criticisms of WWE over the years of forcing people into these horrible gimmicks. Um, but, uh, yeah, it plays, like I said, just about like last year's. Um, it's the, the game, uh, is great. It's, you know, it's, it's a slight improvement I'll say on last year's. Um, there are definitely a couple things that are better year over year. Uh, there are also some things that I don't understand why they didn't fix. Um, so for example, GM mode, uh, isn't just one season now, which is nice, but you also still can't do any secondary belts, um, which is just weird. Um, the, uh, Ladder matches are still where most of the clipping and collision detection issues are. Um, you know, I, I was playing a ladder match earlier today or yesterday, and um, it's still a little bit tricky to put the ladder exactly where you want it when you're trying to climb to get the belt. Um, you still got the sort of mini game once you get to the top, which I'm not a huge fan of, but that's been there for years. Um, and I did, you know, I had a couple situations where I set the la- I set the ladder up, I bridged the ladder between the announce table and the um, apron, and put my opponent on it, and then tried to jump off the top rope, and they they got up, so I missed. But instead of my uh, wrestler sort of crashing and burning through the ladder, I just clipped right through it. Um, so those are those issues are much fewer and farther between than even last year's game, which, I mean, last year's was an improvement already over 21. Um, but they do, they are still out there. And I think the ladder match is, is where they seem to mostly come up. Uh, they don't, they still don't seem to have quite figured out the collision detection and the physics for, uh, for the ladder. So that's at least one thing for them to improve, improve on for next year. But overall, I agree with Terrence. It's, uh, it's a good game, and it plays very well. And it's, uh, it's an improvement over 22, which already was one of the better ones in the series. So um, it's, uh, it's well worth playing if, you're, uh, if you have any interest in WWE and or wrestling games in general. Um, I played... I mean, I played some more NBA. I played some more Valheim, which I'm I'm still enjoying. Uh, I played some uh, Dragon Quest VI, which is good, but it's I mean it's Dragon Quest. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right, I think I you... did not play Diablo. <laughs> you didn't buy a Double Down? Why not? I did not buy a Double Down. No. No, I'll. Um, I may try and play the open beta next weekend. I'm not sure. All right. Um, well, unfortunately, I don't have anything super interesting to talk about because you know they didn't get us Resident Evil early. Otherwise, I could have told you all about that. But you know, still being ruined for past mistakes. Anyway, yeah, man. Alright, uh, so I'll go through the indie games because i got some interesting shit to talk about here. Uh, we'll start off with the not-so-interesting ones. I played a game called Big Chick, and it's a game about <laughs> a chicken. It's a game about a chicken, and okay. it's literally you just go and hatch some eggs, collect some chicks, move them to the house, go on to the next level. Yeah, That's not an interesting one. Uh, they did release Kung Fury Street Rage Ultimate Edition, which, if you've never played that, it's a super interesting like old-school-style 2D beat-em-up. Um, Never even heard of it. 
so there's a movie. Um, it's wild. Yeah, that movie is wild. And this game is based off of that, and it's it's really just like cashing in on that you know goofy '80s like kung fu martial arts kind of stuff. Um, you know, with the white guy with the red headband kind of deal. Um, yeah. But the the beat 'em up stuff is it's good. This Ultimate Edition contains like all the different um, versions of it. And it's fun. It's it's a solid beat 'em up. I do wish you could turn off the filter, so it's got one of those. It looks like a CRT filter, and you can't turn it off. So that's that was like my big complaint. Um, I played a game called The Guys, G U I S E, where you're these three kids living with a witch, and you sneak into her room as she goes out, and you turn yourself into like this fucking monster creature because you put a mask on, and it's. It's like a side-scrolling platform adventure game, and it's it looks like it's made in paint. Yeah, kind of. It's yeah. Um, Backbeat is a strategy music game, which is weird. Like it puts you in a club, and then it gives you like a grid, and you've got to move to the stage. It's it's a weird it's a weird game. Um, I'm kind of flying through these because I know we're running deep. Uh, the Vernal Edge, which is a side-scrolling Metroidvania-style game, it's actually really good. Um, I was having a lot of fun with that one. Uh, <laughs> all right, I didn't get into the. So, I played Wolson, Lords of Mayhem, which is a Diablo ARPG-style top-down, you know, quarter perspective kind of game. And, like, I'm playing it, and I played this before I played the Diablo 4 beta. I'm playing this, I'm like, man, this is pretty good. Uh, it's got a goofy story, but I'm digging it. It, it has all the trappings of a good Diablo-style RPG. Except the text is so fucking small, I can't even see, like, the descriptions of the loot when I get it. Like, that's how small it is. Um, but other than that, it's it's actually pretty good. Uh, so maybe they'll improve it over time. But then I played Diablo 4 and I'm like, why would I spend time on this when I can play Diablo 4 in June? And the last game that I want to talk about, I just need to talk about this game because it fucked me up. So it's called The Forest Cathedral. The game kicks off and you're a ladybug walking on a 2x4. And then it pans out and you're this dude shooting... DDT into a swamp to kill mosquitoes. So I do that, and then the game cuts to an interview, a very kind of sexist interview between this guy and this girl, and she's applying for the biologist job. And during this interview, like, it keeps panning out to show the chairs they're sitting in, but they're not there. And then it pans back to the people, and they're there. And then it pans back out, and they're not there. And it's weird. And then all of a sudden you're in a room with an iPad that can see through walls and you're opening doors. I don't know what this game is, but it freaked me out. This game is in weird. The world? I don't what know. Called? The, forest, called? the Forest Cathedral is what this is called. And if you look at the box art, you're like, nothing you have just said describes this box art. Hold on, I'm looking at the image. No, man, uh, the box art. <laughs> creepy as shit. What the fuck do you mean? Dude, none of that is in the game. 
that I know of that I've seen yet. Yeah, like I'm looking at a platformer that's like red and black. So that happens during the iPad level. Eventually, you make it to the spot where you play this then this 2D side scroller that looks look like in virtual holding Boy. a fish. Right? What is this game? Oh, this sounds like it's a fucking drug trip is what it sounds like. Dude, I thought I was on drugs while I was playing it. I don't know what this game is, but it freaked me out. I don't I don't know, man. If you look uh, at the... I love I'm just I was gonna say it with me. They should joke, put that on I the love, box. I, I love know Brian what this game Wilson. Is, but it freaked me out. Because apparently that's who the developer is, is Brian Wilson. Yeah, Brian Wilson is a developer. Like, here's the description. The Forest Cathedral is a first-person environmental thriller set on a remote island. Playing as scientist Rachel Carson, players will figure out why the island won't let her leave. The game tells the reimagined story of the attempted silence of Rachel Carson, leading up to her discoveries on the harmful pesticide known as DDT. <laughs> like, what? Is it based on a real story? Like a real thing? I doubt it. I don't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, I don't. She's a real person. What the fuck is going on? Dude, I don't. I don't know. She died in 1964 at age 56. Um, She uh, She got off that island. uh, Late in the 1950s, Carson turned her attention to conservation, especially some problems she believed were caused by synthetic pesticides. The result was the book Silent Spring, which brought environmental concerns to an unprecedented share of American people. Although Silent Spring was met with fierce opposition by chemical companies, there's a fucking surprise, um, it spurred a reversal in a national pesticide policy, which led to a nationwide ban on DDT and other pesticides. Dude, I don't... What a weird fucking thing to base a fucking video game on. Yeah, but like, literally the level is you use the iPad to like see through the walls... And take pictures of, like, fucking dummies. I don't know, man. She, weird she had game. the first iPad back in 1955. So. I know, right? Clearly. That's what happened. Yeah. Also, just going to say this now. Um, we're really not really connected, but the fact that it's based off of a real-life issue that somebody wrote a book about. Hey, anybody that's making a horror game, look up Bubbly Creek and what they used to do there. Where they fucking just let all the extra pieces from their meat factories go into the water to the point where like those entrails and stuff started to make islands and it still <laughs> bubbles to this day because there's still rotting things at the bottom of the river Jesus Christ. um hey. yeah no, the, book, the book but thank you the book the book was called uh the jungle by the way which is from 1906 so yeah there's photos this there's photos of it by the way just saying it's a good idea for our location Whew. all right but that's yeah I'm not going to bore you with the other stuff I played because, you know, fucking Overwatch. Uh, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, we've got Deceive Inc., which I know Terrence is playing. Uh, EA Sports PGA Tour Deluxe Edition. Super Fidos. Uh, the Settlers, New Allies. Dragon Pinball. MLB The Show, The Captain Edition. Uh, the crowd. I didn't know that was this week. Yeah, well, that's the big, you know, give us a billion dollars and we'll give you early access to the game. Yeah. Uh, the Crown of Wu, Witchcrafty, and Resident Evil 4. This is Xbox Series and PlayStation. We've also got Postal 4, No Regrets, No Regrets, sorry, that's on PlayStation. Uh, Tachia, I think that's how you say that. Uh, last sure. Year. Yeah, Last Labyrinth. Um, 
Chia. Omen of Sorrow is finally getting its its big update this week. Uh, Atla Rise of Three, Alchemists of the End and the Secret Key. And then we'll go over to PS4, Xbox One. Pretty much the same stuff. We also got... Sh- uh, nope, that's next week. So nothing new on PlayStation 4. Xbox One... Not uh, for... PlayStation 4 should have Resident Evil. Well, but I've already said Resident Evil. Oh, okay, well, I'm just saying. Yes, Resident Xbox Evil. Xbox One ain't having that. No, I'm on Xbox One now, which we're but, getting... I'm just, say- I'm just saying, I know, I it's know. only coming to one of the things. You should probably cover that. Well, we have ah. in the past. I mean, if you got an Xbox Go One and you're trying to play Resident Evil 4, I'm sorry. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's what Capcom um, said. Go fuck yourself. They put a memo. Xbox One is finally getting Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. That's coming to Game Pass. Uh, not for broadcast... I Dream of You and Ice Cream. Oh, okay. And Leela's Tale of the Hid- Leela's Tale in the Hidden Forest. Whatever that is. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I don't know what happened. Okay, I looked are. up. I looked up. I don't I either. I just, that was good. Oh, okay. I looked up. I Dream of You and Ice Cream. And uh, I'm just going to share an Im- a single image here because it's going to. Oh, I it, can't it's not scary. It's not scary, but it is uncomfortable. What in the world? Okay. It's a a sinister creature has enslaved mankind. Solve puzzles, gather components for a machine you're building, find comfort in your dreams. That looks like a hideous. That picture looks like the the opposite of taking comfort in my dreams. Yep. (laughs) Right? I Dream of You and Ice Cream is a game about imperialism, the loss of identity, and personal sacrifice. Then what the fuck is the name? <laughs> of course uh, Here, is. a sinister doll-like entity has enslaved all mankind. Inside the complex where, every day, the entity questions world leaders about aspects of humanity, a potentially lethal process. An old scientist of unspecified gender is building a machine. Sure. The old scientist of unspecified gender is my favorite character from Eternal Champion. <laughs> Goddamn right it is. I hope that this is the new running joke because that's the best. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna do Switch now. You know, I, looking at this list, I feel like if there's ever a week where we have a short show, a fun game to play on the Switch is like I'll read off some names and you tell me if this is a real game on the Switch. Like, like I feel like I could do that and you wouldn't believe me. So, for the Switch this week, we got Animal Names, uh, Furry Fury Smash and Roll. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, you know what that is. Uh, Kung Fury Street Rage Ultimate Edition hits the Switch this week. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes finally coming to the Switch. Unheard Voices of Crime. Have a Nice Death. Saint Maker. Birds and Blocks. Saint Maker? Saint. Saint Maker. Okay. Uh, Birds and Blocks Saint. 2. Fishing North Atlantic, Mighty Mage, Monorail Stories, Numolition, uh, Rakuin, Sakura Neko Calculator, Scrambald, Song of Memories, uh, Storyteller, Sushi Bar Express, uh, Flash Out 3, Isle of Jura Fishing Trip, uh, Nefasto's Misadventure Meeting No Rose Parents vs. Kids Steel Defire and Uzuzu My Pet Those are your Switch games 
you will have already forgotten about all of them. I, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo Switch, man. All right. Uh, news. Oh, I closed my news. What was I thinking? Don't do that. Don't ever do that. All right. Scroll down, get my news. Here we go. Uh, Microsoft is handing out 10-year deals for cloud gaming. Uh, the first one was with Boosteroid, which is a cloud service like GeForce Now. And the second is Ubitus, uh, one of the cloud services that brings games to the Nintendo Switch. Interesting. So, next week they're going to give, you know, 10-year deals to, I don't know, Samsung or something? I don't know. Uh, Andreas from Pentiment is joining Inculinati uh, as a guest character. Okay. I, I, you I, said that's a lot, lot of stuff w- I don't understand. Yeah, I didn't yeah. play Pentiment, so I don't know that's who Andreas main, is. That's the main character. Okay. He's the main oh, character. Right, right, the one right, you right. control in the game. Pentiment, I forgot about that. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Starfield received an R18 plus rating in Australia, and no, you cannot bang the aliens. Because you knew you were going to. That's, I mean, that that's not a hard accomplishment. Nobody gets the Australian Captain Kirk. Like, it's um, if there's drug use at all, like that's just automatically like that. Um, they had to do that for. They had to do that for Fallout Three. I think they had to change all the names of drugs. Yeah. So. Um, PlayStation Plus for March. We got this, right? Where's my blog post? I'll come back to that. Um, Last of Us will be more than two seasons. Uh, and also, Neil Druckmann confirmed on Kind of Funny that they are working on their new game, uh, but cannot confirm if it's Last of Us 3. I assume it would be. I have to assume it is too. Considering how popular that show is, oh man. Yes. You have to, right? Yeah. All right, PlayStation PlayStation Plus for the month of March. Um Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, Tchia, uh Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh Life is Strange True Colors, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Life is Strange 2, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Untitled Goose Game, Final Fantasy Type Zero HD, Rage 2, Neo The World Ends With You, and Haven. And when I say Haven, I don't mean Orange Dreadlocks Haven from the PS2. I was just getting ready to ask that question. No, this is the one where the two lovers are on the planet, and they skate around the planet. Yeah. Um. So... I love watching. Uh, I've mentioned before that was the uh, the guy that used to run Traveler's Tales. That was like a pet project of his. Mm-hmm. Haven, um, which was like very heavy into the uh, Christianity symbolism, um, but apparently, like that was not his call to make him the main character, like an orange dreadlocked guy. It was going to be the Traveler's. Ta- you remember the old Traveler's Tales logo that had like a little fox raccoon looking thing yep that's what it was supposed to be originally but a game came out that had a character that was very close to that around the same time called ratchet and clank oops yeah so it was like well that's not gonna be a thing we're doing 
Uh, and then the classic games for the month continues to be a drip feed. We get two PSP games, including Ape Academy 2 and Siphon Filter Dark Mirror. And then the PS1 game is the GOAT, Street Racer Type 4, which is cool, but really? One PS1 game? One? Un. That's it. That's, that's, it. that's fucked up. They said that's enough. I'm so I'm so glad to to pay for that extra tier for one PS1 game. Thank you, thank you, my Overlord Sony. Thank you. Is that the second tier or the third? That's the third tier, son. I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. That third tier is is some shit. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online got four classic games for March. Uh, we get Kirby's Dreamland Two for the Game Boy, Burger Time Deluxe for the Game Boy. Side Pocket for the Super Nintendo. They're really digging into the back catalog on that one. Uh, and Xevious for the NES. Um, Citizen Sleeper is coming to PS5 on March 31st, together with the last free episode, Purge. Uh, Tron Identity is launching April 11th for Nintendo Switch and PC. Meet Your Maker launches April 4th for everything and is also PlayStation Plus Day 1. Uh, Dead Static Drive uh, announced its launch window of quarter 3, 2024. Jesus. Uh, Xbox and PC also day one Game Pass. Uh, We mentioned Ghostwire Tokyo earlier. It is also dropping on Xbox this week. Or, I'm sorry, on April 12th. uh, Coming to Game Pass alongside the free Spider's Thread update. Uh, Sea of Stars is now coming to Xbox, which is awesome. The release date is August 29th, so that thing is out on everything. And I was not interested in that at all until you said something about it being in the Messenger universe. Yep, made by the same team, uh, and it looks really, really good. It is good. The demo's on Switch. Yes, you can play the demo on Switch right now. Uh, Unreal Editor is coming to Fortnite, uh, launches on March 23rd. Your Next Dead Game, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, launches August 18th for everything except Switch, and is also Game Pass... Day one, technical test set for March 25th. Coffee Talk 2 will launch Game Pass Day 1. Coffee Talk. Uh, Will launch Game Pass Day 1 on April 20th. Also coming to PS4, PS5, and Switch. Stranger of Paradise uh, Final Fantasy Origins is finally coming to Steam on April 6th. And I'm sorry, this was the best announcement of the week. I don't care. Toxic Crusaders is coming back. It's a side scroll and beat 'em up, and it's coming to Looks Ur- awesome. Ur- Ur- thing. Late 2023. All right. Uh, System Shock Remake has been delayed to May 30th. This game is never coming out. It was supposed to be out in March, now been delayed to May, and that's only the PC version. The console versions do not have a new date. Um, John Spector. Uh, Overwatch 2 commercial lead and vice president is leaving Blizzard after six years. Meta lays off 10,000 more employees? Jesus Christ. Uh, let me scroll down through here. I'm saving the big boy for last so we can have that conversation. Um, Forspoken apparently had a budget of $100 million. Damn. Oh, wait. You're saying the Square Enix isn't necessarily great with money and planning. 87 million of that went into the menus. Well, 
what's funny about that is that they don't have any Western studios to blame anymore. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive Season Pass 2 Playable character Bedman Bedman uh, Bedman He's coming April 6th Man you're taking me back I'm feeling that Soul Calibur vibe Being like Lizard Man <laughs> Lizard Man <laughs> uh, Former Blizzard veterans Jen O'Neill J. Allen Brack And John Donham Have established a new game studio Called Magic Soup Games and then two Wait. other former Blizzard devs, Jay Wilson and Julian Love, have formed another new studio called Gas Giant Games. And we wish them well. Indubitably. Hey, you want to play Far Cry 5? Because now you can play it at 60 frames per second on Xbox Series and PS5. 5 was good. I need to finish I'm just, 6. I'm just going to say it now, by the way, on reference to the... Uh... New studios. I swear to God, if they come out with fucking battle royales or just another Overwatch, just oh, there are uh, the, one, of the studios, one of the studios is making an action RPG. So. Okay, good. Oh. At least that that hopefully it's a single player. It's a Souls. It's a Souls I, you know what? Game. At this point, <laughs> at this point, at least if it's a single player Souls game, there's some longevity to it. Instead of like having a multiplayer game come out, be played for a month, and then just die and have a b- bunch of waste of assets. Some some of them don't even get played for a month. Yeah, that'd be true. Them don't. That's true. Let's not uh, forget the last time Blizzard employees made an action RPG. You mean uh, Torchlight? Torchlight. And turned into the third game, whatever the fuck that was. I don't know, man. Yeah, what Torchlight Two was so good. Torchlight Two is yep. good, but like you hanging on to the past because that game is now what going on twenty years old? A little close. Torchlight. Torchlight Two. Torchlight Two is not twenty years old, boss. When did Torchlight 2 come out? Torchlight 2 came out around it the same time like, as, as Diablo, Diablo 3. 3. It, it, it's, Dude, it's, I don't, I don't want to... It's 11 years. Like it's 11 months, years. I was going to say, don't, don't, compare it, don't compare it to Diablo 3, because I don't think you want to know how old that game is. Um, and, and it should be noted that uh, that Runic Games went under. Yeah, yeah. The, Torchlight 3 and was a different th- studio, I know. Yeah, because Hob was their last game. Yeah. Which Hob is a Torchlight mobile game right now, Torchlight Infinite or whatever. So Torchlights, they're on a different path. Okay, they're, uh, they're... no, I don't think there is a mobile game anymore. I think I mean, that became it's Torchlight on my 3. phone. Torchlight Three. Torchlight Three was uh, was not initially supposed to be an action RPG, if I remember correctly. It was supposed to be like an MMO, Torch- right? Torchlight mm-hmm. Frontiers was its original name. Yeah, Torchlight Frontier yeah. is is on my it's is what's out right now. That's the mobile that, game. It's that is that is Torchlight. Phone. That is literally Torchlight Three. But there is a Torchlight it's... Three also on. Well, the, why the fuck did they use the name twice? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Okay, because I, I don't know. Jared's like, I'm looking at it right now on my phone. I know I played Torchlight 3. It's called fucking Torchlight Infinite. Like, nigga, it's it's, it's a different game. Like, it's on Steam 2. Infinite, okay, alright. There, okay, I see it. Now I see that there's a different thing. Ooh, mixed (laughs) reviews. Good job, everybody. (laughs) You said it was Frontiers, and I was like, no, Frontiers was 3. Look, my point is... is you should have said Infinite, I wouldn't have disagreed. You did say Infinite first time. After the fact he agreed with the Frontiers. Anyways, it was on a different path. That's my point. Also, is a successor of the award-winning ARPG franchise Torchlight. <laughs> Mixed reviews. Mixed. Dang. Uh, uh, Stray Souls is announced for Xbox Series X, 1, PS4, 5, and PC launching this fall. 
what else we got here? Uh, IOI, the Hitman developers, announced the opening of a new studio in Istanbul. Not Constantinople. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of mobile games, Persona 5, the Phantom X, is coming to iOS and Android. Um, Second Life coming to mobile, which is weird. Is that still a thing? Yeah, that's still a thing. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, former Criterion devs have uh, established a new studio called Fuse Games. And then Remnant 2 introduces the Handler class, which comes with a dog. Uh, also set launch window for summer 2023. Now let's talk about a big rumor that happened this week. Uh, the PS5 Pro. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Why? I don't think they need that. I mean, I feel yeah, like they don't. For yeah. what reason? I don't know about this quote unquote rumor. Yeah, I don't either. It's was it that lumberjack it, guy? It no, that guy. no, I wouldn't report a story it by that like jackass. This came from the guy who leaks press releases and calls it insider information. So he does have sources. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, I. What would it do? Are we at Are we at eight K now? Is that a thing? Like, I mean, well, I mean, why would? It... Didn't Sony put eight K on the PS Five box or something? Isn't eight K on a box somewhere? Actually, I feel I like it know. is. So why do you need this? Pro? I don't. They just raised the price of their systems, and now they're going to give us another model? Like, I need y'all to calm down. I I don't think we need one, because number one, this generation got so delayed that we haven't even seen games take advantage of of these hardwares. We we still got games that are coming out on both. Yeah. Exactly. Like, they just now are doing the the only this current gen, you know, game releases. Yeah, I don't think we I, actually have one yet, do we? That's why I tend to think this is bullshit. This feels like one of those things that it's gonna they're gonna come out with a PS5 Pro four years from now, and this guy's gonna be like, "See, I told you." Yeah. But, but do we no, really sure. need that though? Like in four years, will we need a PS5 Pro? I, I don't know. That's... I mean, in four years, we'll be six years out from the or seven years out from the launch, right? Yeah. Why have a Pro then? Why not just have the six? I, I'm making up a number, Ken. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> He's throwing darts at a calendar now. I mean, shoot. you should be an insider on Twitter, then, right? If you just throw darts at a calendar, you, yeah, you still can't yeah. walk into a store and just buy the thing that you want. You can't There's own no... PS Five. You can't own PS Five now. No, not not here. I have not walked into any of the games or a Walmart that's had one. Well, I mean, that's wow. also archaic, too, because everybody buys online now. Like, You're right, but there's no, like, okay, but that, there's no impulse buy. Like, you know what I mean? There's not like, oh, there's one here now. I tripped over some Series S's on my way out Yeah, that, I, I have I have <laughs> seen a couple Series S's, but that's about it. And it's just like, there is a portion of the market, like, right now, we're still dealing with mostly people who are somewhat like people who listen to this podcast all 17 of you going for more than yeah i know we've gone up um Damn. um but like you know you're engaging with video games when they hit their sort of mass uh market adoption like you have to be able to just be able to purchase them like Ooh. 
that's the issue right now is you can't just purchase one of these. There's still hoops you have to jump through to some extent. Um, so like you're not going to get that mass adoption if they're not in fucking stores. Um, and I don't know if it's scalpers that just manage to grab all them still or whatever, but um, I have yet to see either a Series X or a PS5 in a store. Um, does it mean that they're extremely hard to get? No, but it does mean that, again, there's a portion of the population that's just not going to engage with this um, who don't feel it necessary to go in, out to look for one. It's a nicety rather than a... Uh, a need, I guess. Um, so it, it is this very weird place right now where you're not going to see that until they're constantly everywhere. So planning for another console when you barely have one on store shelves, you can say, well, that's irrelevant and that's old school marketing. But like, yes, but when you're in a Walmart, you're getting other things and a PS5 could be something you swing by electronics and check to see if they have any, right? Like, it's just very odd to me that, like, it is as... Like, I just don't know people that have PS5s. My dad has one, but none of my friends do outside of this group. They just... Nobody cares enough. As of right now, only two people on the show have a PS5. Right. You know, and it's like... It's very odd that there isn't this, like, I'm playing on PS5, I'm playing okay. on Series X. There just isn't that conversation happening. Outside uh... of video game spaces yeah i i mean i guess i can kind of transition into one of the questions from twitter which is for you anthony Perfitti says what's up fellas hope all is well i have a question for anthony why haven't you gone next gen as of yet no that, that's a good that's actually a really good question yeah um so you know eventually there's always a game that i find that i need to play um that i, I want like so when I went to PS4, I felt like the options were cut off a lot sooner. Um, the, the, there's more of a distinct line between the end of the PS3 360 era and the beginning of Xbox One PS4. And that has not happened yet. Um, like the transitional period was, what, maybe a year with PS4? And uh, Xbox One, yeah, and like you were seeing, and and they took hits real quick, like, uh, you know, your Wolfenstein was fine, but on Xbox it was four discs. Uh, sure, Tomb Raider looked good, but no one bought the previous version of Tomb Raider. Uh, for uh, Forza Horizon Two on Xbox 360 wasn't as open as its Xbox One counterpart. Um, the Nemesis system was missing yeah, from Shadow. Yeah, so. So there there was a lot of things that were like quickly you're like okay this needs more power. Um plus the jump from jagged um uh bad anti-aliased PS3 to a much smoother looking PS4 um that's a bigger jump to me than a PS4 to what we have now or a Xbox 1 to what we have now. Um Arguably, the biggest sell to me right now on a on a technical level is faster load times, and that's about it. Um, there isn't a video game that I have seen that I'm like, I need to play that. Oh, it's only next gen. The closest I've come is Hi-Fi Rush, and I'm just not... It's going to be there, 
like it's it's a new franchise and yeah i'd probably really enjoy it but at the same time like it's not a necessity for me to play um also i have such a huge backlog what am i gonna do fucking pile more shit on top yes like, <laughs> yeah, it's yes. that's that's Why? that's a, Why would that, you not but that's a, that? That, because it's because it's unhealthy and I'm trying not to do I'm that. I'm being funny, life. man. Yeah, you're right, but yeah. I'm I'm legitimately answering it because I do have that issue of like constantly like, well, once I'm done this, well, you're not done ninety other things too. So like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, so you know, it, it's a multitude of factors. Um, the biggest one being that I just don't see the benefit of me going out and spending seven hundred dollars after tax wherever the fuck it's going to be in canada because they raised the price um and and the other fact is that like i have so much shit that i have to play like i'm i'm really enjoying fist of the north star lost paradise right now that game is uh, five years old maybe 18 i believe yeah so close enough um yeah actually that would be perfect um, yeah, I, I think, of, yeah, cause I don't, I don't think it was 2017. Anyways, it doesn't matter, you know, and that's an old game. Um, and it's just like, I should probably play that something that like that, that I already have access to before I start looking at things I don't have access at. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be better with that portion of my life. Um, because at one point in time I was buying every new release that came out. And let me tell you, you don't play a lot of them. Yeah. Yep, that's why I started only playing one game at a time, really, in terms of games that have a story and that can be quote-unquote beat. Um, Because I found when I was trying to play everything on time with everybody else, I never finished anything. The The second part of his question is, have you guys heard anything that's not a rumor about Nintendo's next console? No. No. I don't work for Nintendo. No. Um, Nintendo plays that, that works for them. Nintendo plays that stuff close to the chest. I remember when the Switch was getting announced. Even people that had some idea of what it was going to be, that was like, oh yeah, that's they were right on this portion. They still even had information that was incorrect at the end of the day. Uh, and I'm not even shitting on them. Like they were really like they were clearly getting proper information, but stuff wasn't fully thought out. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's yeah. it's got to be relatively soon, though, because, I mean, we're, my guess we're is next deep year. into life cycle for the Switch. So yeah. my Next guess year it next comes year. out, or, or next year we hear about it? Well, it comes out next year. I, I truly think it'll be out in, like, spring of 2024. That's my guess. What it'll be, they'll I don't know. Is it, like, just, in the summer? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be, like, a new thing, or if it's going to be, like, a Super Switch. I, I yeah. don't know. But... I'm going to tell you this, as much as that thing has sold and as many games that are on it, if it is not compatible with all the Switch games, there is going to be an uproar. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. I, I, I agree, agree with you, Nintendo but I feel does like... does not care about uproars. No, they don't care. But uh, I will say that uh, Nintendo has been very good about backwards compatibility over the years. So They were for a while. They haven't been in a while. Well, really only because they switched... Completely oh, switched. Oh, 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 right? oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they completely switched formats with the Switch. So yeah, I mean they're not going to backwards compatibility support the disc games that you bought for your Wii U. Right? No, they're just going to they're just going to repackage them for sixty bucks. Right, exactly. And then turn off the store to where you can never buy them again. 
Yeah, that's happening soon. But but guys, this one Next has week. funky mode. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like the funky mode. I don't know. We say that, but like, if Nintendo dropped that Wind Waker HD next week, my ass would be there hitting that purchase button. Shit for sixty dollars. Yeah, right. seventy. It would be seventy. It's gonna charge you seventy for it. Oh. Uh, also, he says, "Do we need Wind PS- Waker's worth it?" Sorry, Wind Waker's worth it. Twilight Princess. Wait, wait for a sale. A, a sale on a Nintendo game. <laughs> what, what crack you smoke? Uh, they they hold on. They they go down to like maybe fifteen dollars off now and then. <laughs> Once in a blue moon, it does like, hey, you want to buy some games? We'll sell it to you for 40 Yeah, 40 Yes, Six, six years six after years it old. comes out. Yeah. Right, but. Uh, he also asked, do we need a PS5 Pro? The answer is no. We don't need yeah. a PS5 Pro. Uh, what's up with this? Uh, Alim says, what's up, old fatty dudes? What the fuck is that? What? what? I mean, I lost a lot of weight. Yeah, Drew. I, Drew's lost a ton of weight. Drew needs I mean, a sandwich. Lost a ton of weight so, too. I don't know if you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, damn lately. man, you need a sandwich. Like clothes falling off of you. I had to buy all new pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you? How much? I had to do that too. I, Did you I have had to, to buy all new pants before to earn pants? <laughs> you play Paw Patrol to earn your pants. <laughs> you get those with Microsoft rewards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says, have you ever tried camel meat before? Well, you guys should because it tastes like beef without much of the red meat. I ha- I have not tried camel meat before. Right. Not, not a whole lot it. of camels in southwest Ohio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Shit imported. What are you talking about? No, I have yeah, not Jungle tried Jones camel might have it. I bet you I there's some place around it. here that's got it. I, uh, You know, like specialty restaurant probably has it. I mean, it's not like there's sharks Probably. around Southwest Ohio too, but we can get that. Yeah, I mean, it's all black market. That's what I'm shit. saying. Jungle Jungle Gems probably sells it. You can find literally everything there. Yeah, you need a six pack of it. duck heads. They got it. <laughs> what do you need a six pack of them for? I don't know, but they have. I don't it know there. what you need one for. I don't, uh, right? Like I'm when confused. I saw that, I'm like, what is this for? More 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 duck heads in that pack than we got listeners. That's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anthony said 17 earlier. I'm like, man, if we had 17 listeners, I'd have to fix my hair before we did this show. <laughs> Why? Nobody could see you. It's classy, Ken. Oh, okay. You, you just want to feel <laughs> classy. classy. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, I'd have to oh, take this shit yeah. serious. Might have to actually spend money on a microphone <laughs> and not oh, use dying. the headset oh, that <laughs> I got when my company shut down three years ago. Oh, fuck. Is the Frugal Podcast? What are you talking about? We we'll save right. that money for duckheads. You're fucking right. I bet those things I'm are using expensive a legit too. microphone, guys. Yeah, he spent You're the money. A legit microphone? Do you use You're reward points for that? Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go his level. This man was like, I freaked the whole house with I got, reward I got points. A, I got a Yeti too, but I never thought about using it as a microphone. It just keeps shit hot. Sometimes it keeps shit cold. That's what Yeti do. <laughs> wow. Uh, he also uh, wants to know: Will we ever see Drew play El Fuerte in future Street Fighter games? I recently checked out the story of Six, and it seems that Capcom is finally on to something. Highly doubt they will ever add El Fuerte back. He ain't coming back. He was a niche character to begin with, and not many people played him. Uh, Unfortunately. He says, "I also recently finished Guardians of the Galaxy game, and it was awesome. Too bad it didn't get enough recognition." 
I just want to say around Street Fighter VI that I hope all of the Final Fight references in that game mean we're going to get a new Final Fight. That's never happening. We'll get Final Fight Streetwise remastered. I would love a new Final Fight in the Streets of Rage 4 style. Did I confuse you with the Final Fight? Like the deep cut right there? That's that fucking terrible 3D version. Don't don't look it up. Just just live in live in ignorance. It's better. It's only on okay, the Saturn. Okay, I will then. On the Saturn. No, Dang that was it. the PS. Wait, which one am no, I thinking? No, there's no P- there's no Saturn uh, Final Fight game. I don't think. Yeah, there is. There's a fighting game. I know that for a fact. Oh, okay. Then that's the Final Fight Revenge. I've never seen this in my life. Okay, I played that, it. That's not the one though. That's not the one. Streetwise is, is the, the PS2. Xbox one. Or oh, that was PS2. Is it Xbox? I think it was Xbox. Hold on. Final Fight Streetwise, I think, was PS2. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it was Xbox. Oh, so it's PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Okay, so it was both. Okay. Yeah, okay. That game is bad. <laughs> oh, and they're the developers of Final Fight Revenge, too. Yep. At least the Maximo series was better. Uh, John says, I just want to say I heard Wombat sing Space Lord last week, and I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. This gave me a chuckle. Also, I'm having a blast playing Diablo 4. It's basically my first time with an ARPG, and I can see I've been missing out. Yeah, man. Check out uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected when you get a chance. I think I think you should just play Diablo 3. Diablo 3 is just so good. Diablo 3 is good, but man, you can't beat the goat. Diablo 2 is, is not accessible like Diablo 3 is for people who are getting into these games. Diablo 2 is a game you play if you're a veteran of these kind of games. No. Just go play Diablo on the PS1. <laughs> no, that's rough to go back to. Dude, uh, yeah, don't don't do all of that. It's rough to go back now. to the PS it's rough to go back to the PC version. I don't know if you've ever played that PS1 version, but by God. I did at a sleepover because they rented it. Um It's bad. And, yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I got this on computer at the house. Like, this is awful. Yeah, but back then, if you didn't have a PC, you're like, this is the shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like playing StarCraft on the N64. Yeah. Oh, I had a friend that swore by that. Dude, I, I played it. PC. I played it like a month ago. It's still not good. Really? Yeah, see, I didn't. Yeah, he's. Well, I don't think I they like, changed man. it. You don't know? They might have patched it. <laughs> In 64 got a patch. Yeah. In 64 got a patch. Alright. That's that's all the tweets. Uh, I'll check the email box one more time, but there wasn't anything in there five minutes ago, and there's still nothing in there now. Whew. That wasn't so bad. Even though 15 minutes late start because I fucked up the audio, it's fine. I well, feel like we should... hour and 45 minutes of Diablo. I'm sorry, y'all. It's yeah. fine. My bad. I expect it next week, too. Oh, Resident like, Evil's probably. next well, week. Well, it'll probably be less. But uh, Resident, Resident Evil's probably... next week, too. Okay, well, there's be long conversation about both. Um, also, I guess we should say Lance Reddick passed away. Yeah, that it's... fucked oh, me up. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I know we'll, we'll, someone will mention it, probably, if we don't say it. And yeah, man. Like that's like out of nowhere. Just fucking good Dude was playing everything. Destiny the night before it happened. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. Yep. Huge part of 
Horizon, obviously, so that'll be uh, disappointing moving forward. Go watch The yeah, Wire. Yeah, I saw they posted a message about him. Absolutely. Yeah, The Wire is so good. I mean, I he's, mean he's the... getting a lot of talk about John Wick right now, but The Wire is so good. It, he was good <clears throat> in everything. I listen. He really Fringe, was. I can't think of Fringe, a bad role that he's had. I'm going to just say it now. Fringe, like most of the stuff that, uh, what's his name, touches? Abrams. Um, yeah, it's not. It ends up like shit. He is never. He is always one of the best parts of that fucking show. He was great in Quantum Break. Dude, I know nobody liked it. Oh my god, he wasn't. But Quantum go watch. Break. Yeah, go watch him ham it up as Wesker in that Resident Evil Netflix show. Uh, I'm going to. Actually. He killed um, that I'm, role. I, I got. I'm sad it got. Um, it got uh, canceled because I heard it was actually good. I liked um, it. Yeah, everybody I'm, else hated it. I liked it. Oh, people just miss. People hate everything. I don't know, man. Yeah, they made Welcome to Raccoon City, which was supposed to be like a remake of the actual games. I mean, they changed some things. It was the closest thing to the games, and they still hated that too. Oh, I like that. The Resident Evil thing was it live action? Yeah, it's uh, it's um, yeah, live action. It's a Netflix series. Yep. Which you, you can't tell. Sometimes they make CGI. Sometimes they make the anime. Yeah, I mean his <laughs> voice. Yeah. They say it that way too. They do. They're his like, voice like would have been yeah. His voice perfect is awesome. for like, would have been perfect for Wesker in the games too. <laughs> if they brought him back. Dude, when you see him in the trench coat and the sunglasses in the TV show, you're like, oh shit, so good. But yeah, that's that fucked yeah. me up. Like it's down nowhere. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was excellent. I thought it was fake. Like, there's no way. Like. <laughs> What the fuck happened? Yeah, because he was, uh, I mean, I know he was 60, but he was a healthy looking 60. No so. shit. I don't know, man. It's crazy. I, I hate when. Check up, y'all. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I hate when this shit happens because I immediately question my mortality. I'm like, I ain't no spring chicken no more. You yep. can never guarantee tomorrow, boss. That's right. That is true. Let's bring this podcast down. Shit. Hey, I just wanted life to, to the fullest. I just wanted to like with all how disappointing that news is. Um just say like he was great in a ton of video games and like I don't know. We lost we lost like somebody who actually gave a shit and treated yeah. it like it was a great medium. And yeah, he was he took it seriously, which is awesome. And and I'm gonna throw out one because I got fucking Terrence to listen to it. He's probably my favorite Thomas Wayne. Oh yeah, in that he was oh the God, Tom, he's Thomas thing. Wayne in uh, Batman Unburied. Mm-hmm. That's that a really fucking, good series on Spotify. Oh my God, that's good. Yeah, and like it's so distinct, but you still get lost in the fucking role he's playing. And he was great in uh, in uh, Destiny. Yeah, they had a big vigil to him. Zavala, yeah. Yep. It's crazy. All right. That's it for this week. Uh, If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at ztgdpodcast. You can tweet at us there. You can follow the site at ztgdcontent. You can follow me at ztgd, Drew at DMF Fury, Terrence at Lord Magnus, and Ryan at Wombat RP. You can also check out Phoenix Down, Like a Dragon, Probably finishing up next couple weeks, I would say, maybe. Say two weeks, maybe. Two weeks. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, Unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here.
Peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>